Hi there and welcome to my first episode of my podcast. I have for quite some time now wanted to give this a go but not really known how to do it so I've been watching a few videos and things to try and get my head around it. So my name is Sharon Leanne and I'm wanting to talk about direct sales and party plan that kind of thing and the bad rap that they get. Um, this industry is as old as the hills. It's been around for many, many years. Um, perhaps Tupperware um, are the pioneers of this field. You probably have some Tupperware in your cupboard somewhere. Um, this recording isn't based on Tupperware and no, I'm not with that company. But I have been in the industry on and off for over 20 years and during that time I would like to think that I have learned a thing or two. Um, firstly, um, there's a misconception out there that these sorts of companies are pyramid schemes. Um, I would like to say that I don't believe that's the case. In a lot of um, businesses these days, there are really good top-notch products that you get. Um, and yes, you can build a team under you, and we'll go into more about that later. But just wanted to give you a little bit of background about me. Um, I'm um, a mum living in the eastern suburbs of Melbourne, Australia. Um, I generally started out in party plan um, probably over 20 years ago just looking for some sort of hobby, some sort of interest that I could do on the side. I had uh, just had my first child and um, you know I was a stay-at-home mum and I just needed that um, thing that would keep me going, you know, that, that was my time sort of thing. And so I got into scrapbooking. There was a company called Creative Memories and a neighbour had actually introduced me to it and I was never a very crafty person. Um, in fact, you know, if anything, I found that sort of thing a bit fiddly. Um, but I gave it a go and it was really my first introduction to that model of party plan. Um, years before that, I'd been an Avon lady, um, my mum had been an Avon lady, and even my sister had been an Avon lady. Um, I think we all knew an Avon lady. <laughs> um, and that was, of course, mainly door-to-door, -door, but it was, it still fell into the realms of direct sales. Um, after that, I had tried maybe one other company that really sort of stands in my mind. It was a German company that had actually come out to Australia and it was with uh, aloe vera products, which I absolutely loved. I have a huge belief in aloe vera. And they had a skincare range. They also had a cosmetic line. They were LR Health and Beauty Systems. I absolutely loved that company. I threw everything I had into it and it became my passion. Unfortunately though, it didn't succeed here in Australia um, because of the price, I think, of the products. And so now it is still running, but it's, it's back in Germany and over in that part of the world, which was a bit of a bummer because as I say, love aloe vera and they were quality products.
Um, from there, I joined a company called Your Inspiration at Home. Now, this company was one that actually took things to the next level for me. Um, I had a passion for cooking and I guess I had lost it along the way, to be honest. But these products um, were spices and chocolate powders and oils and it was just fun to get out and to get into people's homes and do demos and you know let people taste these products for themselves they they always sold very very well then i guess life got in the way and that company ended up um you know closing down unfortunately due to circumstances to which i won't go into um and then this other company which was similar um in a lot of ways um called flavorista um was something that i'd had my eye on since its um conception basically um it started in 2017 unfortunately i wasn't in a good place personally in that year so i wasn't able to join but um, two years later, 2019, I decided to jump on board as one of my friends had done so. Um, I instantly fell in love with the products. Um, Gluten-free, nut-free, not here to sell you on those products, even though they are delicious and they are good. This particular company seems to be what I would consider to be a role model company for this industry and I'll tell you why. Quite often people get into these businesses with high hopes and perhaps some think that they're going to get rich overnight, something like that. It's not about that. It's firstly, to me, about learning about the products, trying the products yourself and actually finding your passion for them. If you don't have that passion for the products that you're selling, how can you expect others to take you seriously? How can you expect others to have an interest in something that you're not really sure about yourself? So that to me is paramount. Don't try to sell something to someone that you wouldn't use yourself or that you don't fully understand yourself. That is so important. So as I got to know the products and got to experiment with them, I love them. Um, it became my absolute passion. And it started out as a hobby, of course, because, you know, I was still a stay-at-home mum and I was still wanting something to keep my mind active, keep my mind occupied and this company literally takes me to my happy place it really has um a little bit of background of my success with this company i guess i need to just touch on briefly within two months of joining i had become a two-star leader and that was without even trying that was just sharing the products sharing the opportunity with people um one year on from that i became a third a yeah, a three-star leader. And one month after that, I became a four-star leader. Now, you can go up to a five-star. I'm not quite there yet, but I do have a team of nearly 200. 
So that'll already start some of you thinking, ah, Pyramid, ah, she's got to recruit to make money. No, that's not the case at all. And there is absolutely zero pressure on you with this company to jump through hoops or to perform or to do anything that you don't want to do. There aren't any sales quotas or hidden fees or any nasties. A lot of direct sales companies, to me, have a lot of unrealistic expectations of their consultants in that they are required to sell a certain amount of product per month or per every three months. Now, quite often the trap that consultants get into here is that they start purchasing the products for themselves because they're not getting the sales which is all well and good if they do want the products and need the products because let's face it you want to be a a good customer of yourself but you don't want to have to be spending money at infinitum just to keep yourself looking good in the realms of being successful so if you're doing that then you really need to re-look at the business that you've gotten into and what you're doing to try and get other people interested. For me, my passion shines through with the products that I sell. My enthusiasm is there from the moment I talk about it. I often joke to people I speak fluent flavorista because it is just so true. It's almost like it's in my veins. So it's something that I never battle with. But I come across so many people that seem to take on multiple companies. And it's like they think, well, you know, I'll have my finger in this pie, that pie and the other pie. And one of these pies is is sure to work for me. It's bound to take off. To me, you're not allowing yourself the time required to concentrate on that one business by taking on multiple companies you're not going to thoroughly learn how to be successful in one particular company now a lot of people argue the point with me on this and say that you know they work it quite well having multiple companies i'll tell you how it looks to me if i see someone i know or one of my team members for instance Um, in a group looking for party swaps or whatever and they mention five or more companies that they're with how does that look to their team members if they're meant to be a leader and their team member sees that they're there promoting more than one company how is that looking to them it's really something to ponder To me, it looks a little bit flaky. It looks like they might have reached leader status in this other company, but they're really not concentrating or giving their heart and soul to one particular company. So how will they ever truly be successful? This is what I call serial party planners, you know, and it gives the industry a bad look. It makes people feel uneasy if there's an opportunity for an advert anywhere 
and someone and you say that you're with direct sales people all of a sudden look down on you they think oh yeah, not another party planner you know and that really is very upsetting when you put your heart and soul into something but you can wear yourself too thin by taking on too much Anyway, thank you so much for listening. This is just an intro. I have probably waffled on way too much. I'm going to have a listen back and see how it is. Um, It is my hope that I can do more and help people in this industry um, learn and pass on my knowledge and how to be successful in just one company. Not multiple, but just one. So until next time... Thanks for tuning in. Bye now. This, for anyone listening, this is the first time we're actually trying this. Um, Ray is a long-time friend of mine and he's my guinea pig. So thank you, Ray. My pleasure. <laughs> for, for trying this out. Um So for anyone that has listened, which is probably about three people, um, you'll know that I'm trying to get a podcast up and running um, about the direct sales industry and the stigma that it has with it. So can I ask you, Ray, what is your impression of, what do you consider to be the difference between, say, pyramid schemes and direct sales because I know you're with a direct sales company. Yeah, um, it's it's really interesting because uh, there's a lot of stigma around um, what people refer to as pyramid marketing or pyramid schemes. A pyramid scheme is very different from pyramid marketing. Pyramid scheme is also known as a Ponzi scheme and that's where the uh, upline makes money through recruitment Um, and whether there's some basic product or service that with perceived value that people are buying, uh, they make money out of recruiting people to sell that product Um, and there's there's no real value in the product. So what you're paying to be a part of the scheme far outweighs any benefits you receive from the product itself. So that's what they call a Ponzi scheme and they're totally illegal. Um, yeah. and, uh, and uh, people can be charged and um, uh, all sorts of um, uh, ramifications yeah there are all sorts of ramifications to that so uh, pyramid marketing is, is quite legitimate uh, form of business um, and it, it is something like Tupperware where you go out and you sell a range of products or you can have um, other consultants join underneath you and that's about reaching broader markets as opposed to um, just recruiting and, and taking money. So the in the case of someone like Tupperware, you buy a kit, so you're actually buying physical products to use for demonstration purposes, um, where a Ponzi scheme, um, you're actually paying a joining fee, um, which is vastly different. Um, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, the, the ones that people look badly at today are things like, um, you know, Tupperware and um, 
Amway even had a bad rep for quite a while. Um, but Amway also had wonderful products that they were selling and it was really no different to Tupperware. The, the reason that people get confused between the two is it comes down to the consultants themselves and the aggressive nature um, by which some of them try to recruit. Uh, and that's reminiscent of a Ponzi scheme. Um, yes. But the the business itself, whether it be Tupperware or, and you know, we use Tupperware be, as an example because everybody knows Tupperware. Um, yeah, whether it be right. Tupperware or Waybrister or any of those. Um, yeah. It's, it's really about the consultants. Um, I've had many Tupperware parties in the past, for instance, and you know, my, my guests have had a wonderful time you know, great experience with the consultant, had a laugh, had some fun, a few drinks, whatever. Um, we even did one as a barbecue uh, and it was a, it was a great, great gathering um, and sold mm. lots and lots of product. Uh, yeah. There was mention of recruitment and that if you were interested in selling, please come and see me sort of thing, uh, but no pressure. Uh, and yeah. yet we've had others where the entire sale the entire sales pitch was around joining and it's like uh, every with every example that was given it was you could get this free yourself by joining and that's mm. that's where the bad reputation I think comes from it's it, but it, that's not the business that's the consultant and I think it's exactly. an important thing to to recognize yes no, I most definitely agree with you on that one um, attitude is paramount in this this sort of thing because you know quite often well with it without you know using Tupperware again um you know if if you're with a company where the products aren't known to people um you've got to sort of test the waters I guess mm. and do it gently um because people are already wary of this kind of industry and you need to gain their trust and by going in with your hard sales pitch approach, I know that would send me in the opposite direction. You know, I, I can't stand that. And I always sort of try to live by, you know, treat people as you want to be treated. And I think the same has to go in this as well because, you know, you don't want somebody coming at you that hard. Absolutely. Um, I've worked in retail. I don't work in retail any longer, but I've worked in retail for most of my life. Uh, and I treated my customers as I wanted to be treated, um, yeah. which means that I never used the hard sales pitch. Um, I never pounced. My job was to make them feel comfortable to be there to provide any information that they wanted and then to process the sale if they wanted to make a purchase. Uh, now, on paper, that doesn't look like a great business plan, but I'm here to tell you that works. Uh, yeah. and, and I, my sales were always very high uh, because I treated my customers with respect, which meant that they would come back. Uh, and that's what it's all about. It doesn't matter whether you're direct sales or whether you're selling in a shop or at a market. You mm. treat your customers fairly, you, you give them the right information don't make it up as you go along. Give them the correct information. Make them welcome. You know, be a part of their experience, and they'll come back to you and they'll purchase from you again. 
Yeah. Um, and I touched on this in, in my other um, episode that you really need to know your products too. You yeah. need to know them inside and out and you need to love them. You have to have passion for them. Like how can you possibly sell to other people if you don't love your product or know about your product yourself? Yeah, agreed. And you don't have to be an expert necessarily. No. Just, no. just be passionate about it. Um, and the most important thing is to be honest with the client or the customer. And if you don't know, say you don't know. Don't make it up. But follow up. Get the information that they want and follow up with them so that they know th- that you're honest above board and you'll do whatever they need you to do exactly right yeah i mean nobody is expected to know everything but Mm. the fact that you'll go that extra mile for the customer and go and research or ask questions get information that they require is something that they're going to take on board absolutely um you know rather than just bluffing your way through you get caught out in the end so i don't know why people do it Um, Likewise, when people join companies and they get their kit and they don't even use it, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like I know of people that get their kit and I mean, the first thing I'm wanting to do is explore all the products and test them out and try them and get a good knowledge of them. But there's a surprising amount of people out there that just don't bother. Yes, there are. There are. I I do that myself. Um, uh, if I'm allowed to mention, I'm with Flavorista, uh, and uh, every time there's new products out, I experiment with them. I have a play with them. I always buy um, myself some stock up front, and yes, that's tax deductible, but it's also for my own enjoyment. So I've uh, we've just come through Christmas, and I made my Christmas puddings this year with one of their products instead of all my mixed spices, uh, you know, cinnamon and nutmeg and everything else, all spice. Um, I used one of their blends and the finished product was just amazing. Absolutely mm. amazing. Uh, and if I didn't experiment with the spices, I would never have known that. So now I have one more recipe that I can uh, provide to my customers for them to try out and another reason to buy the product. So whether it's Tupperware, spices, you know, bedding, use it yourself, you know, Mm, start by buying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly right. Um, Couldn't agree with you more on that. Um, So, look, thank you so much for your time. I'm not, I'm still trying to work this out and see whether or not I've actually got a time limit on these episodes. Um, I think... I read somewhere that it was 15 minutes. We're at the 10 and a half minute mark at the moment. So I don't want to get you chopped off mid-sentence. No, that's okay. Um, you wouldn't have a clue how long they go for, do you? No, no, podcasts can go through. So I'm assuming that you can edit this bit out now. If you do decide to use the rest of it or part of the rest, you should be able to edit out the bit at the beginning, put in your own intro, then, intro, then do this recording and then add your own summary at the end. Um, I should I should be able to. Yeah, you should. I mean, I've only just, just learnt to do this by watching a few YouTube videos. Yeah, well, it's but, great experimentation, isn't it? It is. 
So yeah. I thank you so much for being my guinea pig and thank you so much for your words of wisdom too because I believe everything that you've said is is fact. Um, and, you know, I'm on this journey at the moment to just try and change the stigma that is around uh, the direct sales companies in general because so many people out there are putting their heart and soul into making these businesses work um, to only come across somebody that says, oh, that's a party plan. Oh, no, that's a pyramid. You know, a lot of the time they're just ill-informed and they have no clue what they're talking about. Mm, agree. And I guess yeah. the, the thing to remember too is if you want to go into um, party plan or direct selling, um, it's it's highly unlikely that it will become your primary source of income, um, but it's a good way to get the products cheaply and, and to supplement your income. Um, very few people make it to the point where, where it can be their primary income. Yeah, exactly right. It's, it's best to go in with no real preconceived ideas about it. Real you know, expectations. Yeah, just do it, do it for the fun of doing it. Um, and, you know, particularly for parents that are, are at home with kids and stuff like that, sometimes they look for me time and yeah. this is just the perfect outlet for them. So I'm not sure whether I can work out how to edit. I know I can edit the end and the start. I'm not sure about the middle. So if anyone listens to this, I am sorry. As I say, I'm still learning. Um, so thank you very much, Ray. And if it's all right with you, I might get you back on again at some point. Sure. Um, because you you have a wealth of knowledge in this industry, and um, it, particularly with what you do for Flavorista, your presentation is like second to none. And I think going that extra mile and presenting your products is key to this as well. You know, rather than just sort of trying to shove products at people. Um, do you know what I mean? You've got, yeah. a, you've got a way of presenting them, which I think comes across, you know, highly professional and extremely appealing. Thank you. Yeah, Anytime. no worries. All right, then. Thanks, guys. If anyone has listened to this, I do appreciate it. I will be back again at another point and take care. Bye now. Bye.